We match today. We do. We're twins. We're wearing our Christmas shirts. What's with the neighbors? Christmas shirts. Yes. Tabernacle cookies. You guys should go and check out our merch. Our on, episode shirts are pretty amazing. On what's with the neighbors.com forward slash merch. Yep. And oh. they're also available in sweaters, sweatshirts too. Yeah. Super fun. That's it's the one I have. Cool. Yes. And the, I think, you know, I really like all of them, but I think that this one was the most advanced yeah it definitely took have. the most work you and you thought of the idea like i i thought of i put i was gonna put a church in it and i was like it just doesn't look good i'm not liking the way it looks and then you're like well i was thinking more like a cookie that was in the shape of a cross and i'm like oh okay i have so much work that i have to erase <laughs> but i'm gonna start over and you're like no 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 it's it's okay and i'm like no that's a great idea i'm going with it it works. It, it's so fun. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. And Good yeah. idea. You guys, uh, not only was our logo designed by us, both logos, but all of our episode shirts are also designed by us. Yep. So, and if you guys ever have, like, oh my goodness, a, yeah. an episode request that you want us to put on a shirt, like, send us an email and be like, hey, yeah. do a chicken whatever that one was build a build, build a bear, build a bear chicken, chicken and like put this and this and this in it or you can even send us a design yeah yep yeah oh my god we would totally take that and we could do we work with cricket so we do what we can with a bunch of shapes right or a silhouette of something correct so yeah that's so it that's a fun do idea it simple and um yeah the simpler the better guys yeah don't yeah. give us a whole bunch of layers of crap Please don't. oh my goodness this one was probably the most complicated one yeah <laughs> Bree texted me a lot of uh, yeah. profanity. <laughs> I, was, I was very mad. She was very angry. <laughs> this is a rough week for you. It's good. Yeah. It's uh, it's Friday. Yeah. You've had a good week, though. I had... A, this is What's With the Neighbors. <laughs> Hold on. Is... Let's stop real quick. This is What's With <laughs> the Neighbors True Crime Paranormal Podcast. That is Bree. And that's Amy. And I had the best week, you guys. She did. I do not happy cry. Ever. I I don't even think I happy Never cried when happy I've had. Cry. No. I don't even think I happy cried with Alice. I can't remember. I'm sure I did. I don't know. You're not a terrible parent if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I did not want to eat her. So that's that. that is important. Yeah. Um. But I just accepted a job down at the DA's office, the <gasps> district attorney's office, and I will be working down there. Putting people in jail. And this is the first time, like, you've had, a, yes, your daycare has been a real job, but this is the yes. first, like, out-of-home job you have had in how long? In uh, seven years, almost eight years. That is freaking amazing. Yeah. And I, I have something for you. What? You have a present for me? It's not big. Don't, oh, it's not don't. a present. Okay. Um, I, you didn't have to do that. Thank you. <gasps> oh! A glass. Ooh, they're heavy. These are better glasses than I have. They're not yours. I'm taking them back. <gasps> Champagne. Bree. This is so cute. Thank Congrats you. on your job, buddy. Thank you. Oh, You're they're welcome. chilled, too. Yeah. Can, Can we open page? them? Yeah. Okay. I was hoping. 
Um, It'd be fun for the effect. Do you just want to open one? You, do you know how to open champagne? Oh, yeah, I can do it with champagne my hand, but they're me. twist. Are they? Are you yeah, sure? With the small ones, they're twist. Okay. Oh, I was hoping it was going to have a cork. It's okay. Cheers. Oh, cheers. To new beginnings. To new beginnings. Um, Do you have a neighborhood story? I do. Look how prepared I was today. I put it on my paper. Whoa, I'm yeah. not prepared at all. Okay. Which is why I asked you first. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually a local next door neighbor. Oh, fun. Okay. Um, from Badger Road Neighborhood Watch in North Pole. Nice. Um, so they tagged the person in the the message, but I'm not going to say the person's name. So blank. For someone who has a dog that supposedly never barks, it sure has been barking a lot lately. Please buy a bark collar since you too lazy since you are too lazy and inconsiderate to properly tra- train your dog. <laughs> then someone commented and said, this seems like a problem that should be handled in person, not on the internet. Yeah. And then another person said, making friends again, I see. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly you've done this before. <laughs> wow. Like, yeah. con- what? How are you going to control your dog? Dogs bark. Dogs do bark. And a lot I mean, of people in the let comments them are saying inside. That let them inside like yeah. don't leave them outside all day but like if you're at work then what are you supposed to do yeah i mean at this when it's this cold your dog shouldn't be out yeah no it shouldn't but. be I, I know i was thinking that <laughs> <laughs> okay so i are you are you ready yes okay so i've been kind of anticipating on doing this story for a long time oh um it's it was it was kind of hard to do but I realized after it comes out, it'll be the Sunday after Thanksgiving, right? Uh-huh. So, happy late Thanksgiving, guys. Happy late Thanksgiving. I just waved to y'all, by the way. Everyone's <laughs> probably still making leftovers. Yeah, exactly. What is your favorite leftover first before we start? What My is your favorite, favorite leftover? Yeah. Le- leftover, like, for thing Thanksgiving. Thing to make? Yeah. Uh, oh, um, well, everything. I love Thanksgiving leftovers, but my ultimate favorite thing that I look forward to after Thanksgiving is making a turkey sandwich. Yeah. With cranberry sauce on it mm-hmm. and mayonnaise. Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> Especially if you can get it on a roll. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. That is my ultimate favorite thing. Okay. I like yours. it. And then, obviously, pie. Sorry. Leftover pie. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing is to take, you already know this, but no one else does, uh, take pita bread and uh, make Thanksgiving pizza out of it. And what, what is in that combination? So you got mashed potatoes on the bottom, and then you put some turkey pieces, some stuffing pieces, oh. like little crumbles of stuffing, and then you take uh, cranberry glaze, like you make a glaze oh. out of the cranberry sauce, and you put it on top with a little bit of gravy. So Oh my God, you're good. making my mouth water. I know. Mine is now too. I, I want, to, you have to make this for me. I will. It is so good. It sounds good. so good. Like, why is it so good? The first time I had it was in Disney World. Because it's a combination of like all of them. It's got all like sweet, yeah. salty, savory, all of it. And all it's a pizza. It. Yes, and it's a pizza. Where's the pizza? Where's the pizza? <laughs> um, oh, sometimes, oh, sorry. You're good. You also put um, 
mozzarella on it a little bit Ooh. to kind of hold it yeah. all down. Yeah, that makes sense. I was wondering that too. I was like, how is it a pizza? It has nothing that has a pizza <laughs> on it. It's just, but it looks it's like just a, pizza. a pita bread. That's, That's cute. Serves all your favorite Thanksgiving. Into you had it one. at Disney the first time, right? Disney World, yeah. And the, my friend, you guys are geniuses. My friend at the time, she was like, she got it, and I was like, "That sounds disgusting." And I had a piece, and I was like, "I'm going back oh, for more." Oh man, the best thing on your on your Thanksgiving plate is when two sides yes. touch. It's just like the yes. sweet spot right there. Yes, I will like, I will like, kind of like drizzle gravy on over everything. everything. Yeah, and then I just like kind of. Take like little little, little samples of, of everything, yeah. yeah, and shovel it's it. It's like into a Costco mouth. trip. Yes, <laughs> it's like a trip to Costco in your mouth <laughs> on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Delicious. That sounds weird. Uh, sorry. Oh, um, you're good. Thank you, thank you. I wanted to do. I forgot. No, I you're good. To do I'm that. glad you did that because I wanted to talk about Thanksgiving. Um, so I won't tell you about it yet. Okay. Okay. Don't tell me. About I'm it. not going to tell you what my story's about. Are you going to tell me about the story? No. Yes. Uh, so I'm doing it different this week. Okay. I'm starting it with um, a story about a, someone. Okay. I'm going to tell you about a woman named Matilda Dixon. Okay. Uh, Matilda Dixon was born on Christmas Eve, 1803 oh. in Port Ferry, Australia. Okay. Australia. <laughs> don't don't ruin it like last Port week. Ferry, <laughs> Australia. She was... <laughs> Sorry. I can't help it. I know. She was the youngest of seven siblings and her and right after she was born, her father left, forcing oh. her mother to raise children alone. Okay. So like they scraped on by. Right. Um, Matilda's life changed one day while she was working at her bakery job that she had gotten and she had met a handsome, strapping young sailor man Ooh. named Shunny Diction. Sunny Dixon, what a name! Sunny, it was it was love at first sight. On January thirteenth, eighteen thirty six, Sunny's boat—he was a fisherman—and Sunny's boat got caught in a bad storm and it was lost at sea. And fifteen of the townsmen that were on that boat, including Sunny, had died. Oh my gosh! So to get through the grief, Matilda began baking for some of the local children. Okay. One of her specialties was a special cake for children who had lost their teeth, earning her the name the Tooth Fairy. It was something the kids looked forward to and loved. Um, While the children did love it, some of the parents, especially the newer people that came to town, thought it was a little bit odd. But, (laughs) yeah, it's a little different. A little weird. But they knew she meant well. Yeah. She did it for the kids and she did it because she enjoyed baking. Right. Uh, one cold night in 1840, Matilda suffered burns from an oven fire scarring her body. Oh, my gosh. Since then, she had no longer went out during the day or allowed children to stop by her home. Oh, no. However, she still did exchange gifts for teeth. She'd go out at night when everyone was asleep and the children would leave their teeth on their front doorstep and she would gift them with change. And rumor has so, it. So, but she wouldn't bake anymore. No. Okay. No, she's probably terrified. Yeah. <laughs> that are still in pain. Yeah. Um, rumor has it, her face was terribly burned and That's she kept thinking. it hidden behind a porcelain mask so no one could see it. And Why it was possibly mask? to protect it. That's, a, that's it's in so the 1800s. Scary. Right? 
wear a hood <laughs> like a witch like normal you witches probably did <laughs> like normal witches <laughs> on so she wasn't a witch that's true but she kind of i don't like know one. like witches like they wear the hood because they're yeah, so yeah. ugly yeah yeah <laughs> On September 23rd, 1841, two children told their parents they were paying the Tube Ferry a visit and that they'd be back. Well, hours later, the children never returned, which resulted in the parents automatically blaming Matilda for their disappearance. Oh, my gosh. The town quickly jumped on this theory and grabbed their torches and headed for her home. You know, old mob style. Right. She attempted to hide in the home, but the mob broke down the door and dragged her out, spilling a big jar of baby teeth across the floor in the process. That's so creepy. They brought her to a tree and tried to pry her hands from her face, holding her mask in place while she screamed, don't peek. Oh, that's so sad. Once they were able to pull her hands away, the mask fell off and they hung her. After Matilda was dead and the body was hanging, the hanging from the tree the crowd parted revealing two children they attempted or revealing the two children that were missing uh they attempted to immediately cut her down and revive her but it was too late since then the town kids this whole time i don't know but it's their freaking fault like ding dongs i mean it's not their fault but it's jerk people's fault for making assumptions yeah um, since then, the town of Port Ferry, Australia, had thrived. Uh, that is until 1951, when a plaque that was dedicated to Matilda was stolen and the area was vandalized. Following this, a group of teens began to disappear, which were all rumored to be involved in the vandal. Oh, my gosh. The town thought, could this be the ex of a vicious serial killer or possibly a curse brought on by the tooth fairy Matilda Dixon? <laughs> No one for sure knows. Law enforcement ended up filing it as a uh, runaway case. So right. they don't know. And now this this is a true story. Um, however, it's also the basis for my all-time favorite scary movie, Darkness Falls. Uh, oh. My, this is my all-time favorite scary movie. Um, this, and that's, that's the town that they based it in uh, in the movie is darkness falls okay so in the very beginning of the movie they tell this entire story about matilda dixon and then they uh they end it with saying some believe that matilda visits the children of darkness falls on the night they lose their last tooth and takes vengeance on any who lays eyes on her face fulfilling her curse and uh, what I took before in kindness, I will take forever in revenge. Oh, my gosh. So I, I don't think the locals believe it to that extent, but right. it made a really freaking cool, scary yeah. movie. Um, and when you're nine and go see the scary movie and you still have baby tooth to, teeth to lose, <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> Especially, like, in the movie. So she can only be around, like, in dark areas. Right. So when you're a kid you're in your room and it's dark and then like you know how you, if you're in the dark you stare at a spot and it gets darker and darker yes or and it the shapes kind of yeah form yeah, yeah. well that's how she is like <gasps> she, like you'll like in the movie they'll be in a dark room and then like this black mass will just start getting darker and darker in a corner and it's her coming out oh my gosh and it's terrifying as a kid it's <laughs> such a good movie it is it has so many great jump scares in it so yeah that's darkness falls you guys should go watch it maybe i'll watch it tonight <laughs> he should in the dark 
So, uh, one reason I wanted to tell you the story uh, is I already you're t- losing your teeth. Well, Thanksgiving just happened, and everybody's still eating pie. So uh, I wanted to scare everybody about tooth fairies, and you know, warn like everybody about brush your teeth. teeth. You know, um, should, should not tell Alice's story, right? Yes, she just lost one of her teeth. <gasps> or, no, that doesn't. It's that one doesn't encourage you to brush your teeth. There is one in here, though, that does do that. Oh, okay. So this is not – not everybody around the world has a tooth fairy. There's not, like – but there are certain rituals that different places um, okay. perform and do. Um, I did learn that pretty much all of human cultures have some sort of tradition tradition regarding the disposal of baby teeth. So oh. I'm going to talk about that. Like, okay. Like, forever they've had it, which is really interesting. That is interesting. Um, some of those rituals include exchanging for gifts, offering it to like animals or like gods or witches, um, burying them, eating them, burning them, and you more. Eat them, <laughs> just like. <laughs> so let's you, uh... let's warm up the story a little bit more. What did the dentist say to the golfer? Better swing right, or the ball will hit you in the teeth. You have a hole in one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet the proctologist said that too. so um according to some european cultures a very long time ago it was common to burn a child's teeth as they were connected to the afterlife according to the superstition if this was not done properly burning them uh the person would forever wander the afterlife looking for their teeth oh that's so sad suck that like doesn't. how hard that would be so hard to find your teeth yeah it's like everything's white <laughs> because they're in the arctic maybe in heaven i i assume everything's white there so you know it's made of gold it's made of clouds heaven's made out of gold gold streets oh you know i don't know i don't know things oh you know but uh, you're saying afterlife I, I pictured them being in like a, being a ghost like and they're stuck <gasps> oh, in this Oh yeah, world. you're right. They're probably looking like in our dimension but like in a ghost dimension looking yeah. for that way. That makes way more sense. That's than, what like, I was heaven. picturing. It's like, "Oh, you're banned to heaven, but you also have to look for your teeth." Like I would be fine with that if I was yeah. in heaven. But... Just be like, "Oh, got to go for the day. Going to go look for my teeth." Yeah. I've got <laughs> 14 more to find. <laughs> it's been 80 years. It's been 80 years. <laughs> I can't find my baby teeth. <laughs> and I gotta find my denture teeth. <laughs> uh, fun fact, according to Chris Taylor, the Visa credit card company ran a survey in 2013 and found that the national average had gone up 23% to uh, $3.70 per tooth. That's in 2013. Wow. We're like almost 10 years later. So it's probably way more now because inflation's super high. I gave Alice six bucks. <laughs> I saw a TikToker of a dad who said he's, his son came out of the camera. Or he had like a ring camera inside his house. And the yeah. son's like, Dad, the tooth fairy gave me 100 bucks. And he's like, no, the tooth fairy gave you 10 bucks. And he's like, no, Daddy, give me 100 bucks. He's like, no way, that's 100. And he looks at it and he's like, grins to his wall. And he's like. Dang it, I think the tooth fairy was drunk last night. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, in other European areas, children were told to feed or offer their teeth to mice, uh, throw them in the air, uh, swallow them, bury them, or just hide them. 
And the reason being was to uh, keep them away from witches who, like, worship the sun. And I guess the witches would use their teeth for crafting. And some oh. believed that if a witch got a hold of their teeth, that they can control a person Oh, with their teeth. Ooh. It's pretty cool. Kind of like um, uh, voodoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with, with teeth. Yeah. Uh, another fun fact. I put so many fun facts in here. I'm sorry. I, like I love fun facts. I love fun facts. So I didn't realize how much teeth have to. I do know, but I didn't realize until I started reading more how much teeth have to do with true crime. And I got a, a couple of true crime facts in here. Okay. So Ted Bundy, you know that guy. Yeah. One yeah. of the most famous serial killers in history. Uh-huh. He confessed to murdering 30 people during the 70s. And he admitted to ki- kidnapping, raping a lot of victims right however he was clever and left very little little evidence behind for investigation Mm -hmm. and the case against bundy took years to build and the trial took even more uh during one of his more brutal sprees he Uh attacked multiple sorority girls leaving a deep bite on the left buttocks should i not say this no you can't you're gonna do this one day that's okay that's okay uh so he left a deep bite on the left buttocks of one of the women. Yes. So forensic orthodontologists uh-huh. <laughs> uh, made a cast of his teeth and matched them with the victim's bite mark, helping it, seal the case against Bundy. Yeah. Well, he had a very distinct uh, bite. Yeah. Also, because he had an overbite, I believe. Uh, but he also had crooked teeth. So it was very distinct. Teeth. Them crooked teeth got you, Ted Bundy. What are you going to do Thank about it? Thank goodness. Uh, one of the English legends was about a witch called Jenny Green Teeth. She had pearly white teeth. Oh. No, she didn't. She was a witch was. <laughs> said to hide in scum-filled ponds Ooh. to catch and catch children. The duckweed on top of the pond, the scum-filled, yeah. um, resembled green teeth. So I guess that's how she got her name. Also, I think she had green teeth. And that's to encourage nasty. good behavior and dental hygiene, parents would tell their kids the story of her and tell them that they would get taken by her if their teeth were dirty. I like so, it. warn Alice about Jenny Green Teeth. I just tell her teeth will fall out because oh. it's the truth. I mean, it's the truth. It's honest. <laughs> Uh, also say uh, she can't have braces until her teeth are clean. Oh, she wants braces. Of course she does. Yeah. Every kid wants braces. Every, and gla- she wants glasses <laughs> so, too. I did Oh, also, yeah. So but... did I. I faked an eye exam once when I was a kid. Oh, I did too. Really? Yeah. I felt so stupid for doing it. I Me feel too. stupid now. But like as a kid, like you know how they did the eye exams yeah. in school, but I faked it and I was like, I really want glasses. And they're like, mm, you can go ahead. <laughs> Next. <laughs> faker that's uh we went to a family friend she was an eye doctor and i think she knew i was faking it (laughs) and so she she prescribed me like glasses but they're like the blue light glasses nowadays (laughs) uh in venice italy they had a marantega a venetian witch who was described as a benevolent old crone that gives gifts to children like uh, at Christmas, and also two children who lose their teeth. Uh huh. That's it on her. Uh, okay. Fun fact: other past rituals have involved burying the first 
lost tooth in a tree, then covering it with a peg to prevent the children from suffering from a toothache. Aww. Interesting. Yeah. In Ireland, it was believed that a changeling fairy would kidnap children at night, exchanging it for a mischievous fairy, you know, like classic body swap, like exchanging the, the child for the fairy. For good? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to identify if it was the child or the fairy, um, they would notice certain things about it and they could appear sick. They would no longer grow like normal children. They just stay small. They had physical characteristics such as a beard or long teeth. Like it's like a nomad looking eight year old. <laughs> so a common way for changeling to uh, also act is um, dancing and playing an instrument like normal kids do. <laughs> to prevent this, you can use certain things like an inverted coat. I have no idea what that is. Open iron scissors left where the child sleeps. Super safe. Uh, constant, sleep on top of it. constant watch over the child or burying the child's baby teeth. Okay. So I was about, I'm, I know you were like thinking like, okay, well, where are we getting to the tooth fairy? <laughs> <laughs> okay but could you imagine like i think of like the the cartoons where like things are so obvious but the cartoon characters don't notice the parents like stewie they didn't know what notice yeah it's like why why are you what my son looks normal today he has a beard but he looks he looks normal it's fine most he's playing an instrument (laughs) he picked that up overnight all kids do that I mean, really, all kids do that. <laughs> uh, fun fact, in 2001, a woman called 911 when she heard the sounds of an intruder in the home. The intruder spent some time in the home until they noticed that someone was home, and they fled out the window. When the police arrived, they had uh, realized that the intruder left the scene, but they did leave some evidence, including a water bottle and an empty bag of Cheetos. While searching What the, year was this? Uh, 2001. Oh, okay. While searching the areas, the police found the intruder, Sharon Carr, hiding in some bushes. The police were able to confirm it was her because the Cheeto dust was still on her teeth. <laughs> I feel like I've heard this before, that one before. <laughs> Random but important. <laughs> uh, another fun Irish tale uh, consists of a young leprechaun girl named Anna Bogle who was out one day playing in the forest and knocked out a front tooth she thought she had looked ugly so she had pl- tried to put the tooth back obviously can't do that and nothing would work yeah so she resorted in taking children's teeth to and replacing it with gold because leprechauns don't take things from people evidently they just return things with gold they don't just steal they, they buy exchange it. yeah okay so she would just leave gold Aww. to take children's teeth Fun fact, humans have most, most humans have 32 teeth, but horses can have 44, dolphins can have 250, and snails can have thousands of teeth. How many teeth do you have? 32. I don't. I think. Wait, I have my, I have my wisdom teeth removed. Those are, those don't always come in. Does everybody get that removed? No, they don't. How many do you have? 24. What? Yeah. You have 24 teeth? Yeah, I had 10 pulled when I was uh, 10 years old. 
<gasps> Why? And they pulled some of my permanent teeth because my mouth is too small. And yes, oh, some I people don't get the, was the w- get their wisdom teeth. Rick never got his wisdom. You had twenty four teeth. I have. Uh, yeah, they're still in my Are mouth. Are you okay? Yeah. Can you eat? Yeah, it just freaks the dentist out every oh my time. Gosh. I, like the first time I see a new dentist, they're like, uh. I love weird. that you had to count that. Yeah, that well, would be a I've, fun fact I always knew about myself. Well, I always forget the amount. The amount. Fun fact: I have two butt cheeks. His <laughs> champagne's getting to me. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Earlier, I was, I was on the phone with my mom, and I was like leaning against my 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 cheek on my face. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Charlotte's like, "Hey, mom, I see your butt cheek." She's <laughs> like, "What?" She's like. I see your butt cheek. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, right there. I was like, that's just your cheeks. That's not your butt cheeks. You don't call those butt cheeks. Oh. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> that's so cute, though. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about France. Okay. In France, their version of the Tooth Fairy is a bit more furry and small. It's believed that a mouse in France takes your teeth. A mouse they call la bonne ratatouille la, la bonne petite saurus i totally butchered that or the little mouse that's cute that's so much more believable than a fairy coming into your house i and mean taking- i guess it's not as pleasant i don't want a rat coming in my mouth taking teeth that's true so just like the tooth fairy uh la petite sneaks into the room while the child is asleep and replaces the lost baby tooth with coins oh why a mouse well there is a French folktale about a mouse that helps a queen defeat an evil king by sneaking under his pillow and pulling or knocking out all of the king's teeth while he was sleeping, leaving him with little bloody knobs. Nubs. Uh, many other countries also have a mouth. Insert Mike Tyson saying mouse. <laughs> mouth. But also mouth because I'm talking about teeth. <laughs> <laughs> a mouth did you write fairy. that did you write that joke yeah i even wrote <laughs> insert mike tyson saying mouse <laughs> i wasn't supposed to say that part that's great you're you're a comedian that's you know that's you got to write down your jokes I'm hilarious uh but anyway a mouth tooth fairy who exchanges money for their teeth some even place the teeth in a glass of water and wait for a coin to take its place oh in south africa the tooth mouth I'm saying it on. I'm saying it on accident. Mouth. Accident out. The tooth mouse comes as well, but they place their tooth in a little slipper in their slipper. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So the rat's gonna dig it out of their foot now. Oh yeah, because it's still a mouse. So sweet. Uh, fun fact: in some cultures, warriors would fashion their teeth into a necklace to protect them and keep them safe during battle. What? Like Vikings? What? What, what country? What? Who was this? Uh. It just that was just a fun fact. I think it was like Vikings oh, that Vikings. did that, which is not surprising. Not that there's anything bad about that. No, it's pretty badass. I you're right. Wear, you're right. You're right. I want to wear my teeth. On you know, my uh, that kind of reminds me of the villagers in parts of the Caribbean. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is a good one, you guys. I forgot. 
<laughs> so I guess whenever we were in Maryland and the uh-huh. girls were staying with uh, Grammy and Pappy yeah. and uh, Uncle, their Uncle Cody, <laughs> I guess he was watching the Pirates of the Caribbean, the third movie, and that yeah. part was on where Jack Sparrow's eyes were yeah. like closed and yeah. his eyes were out. And Charlotte walked in during it. Oh, no. And she's like, what are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Pirates Caribbean. She's like, I think I like this movie. <laughs> and then two seconds she got out of it. She's like, it's creepy. Yeah. And that's what I she like. She loves creepy. She's, She's so, so weird. Funny. Um, some country countries, including Greece, China, Singapore, and Vietnam, throw their baby teeth on the roof. You know, if the tooth yeah. lands straight, the new tooth will grow in straight. And if it's crooked, well, someone's getting braces, so you better practice throwing that pebble. Ow! How do how do they know if it's? I know, I know. You go up there like like, straight up and down, or I think like I think like the way it's placed in your mouth is how it has to land, like straight, and not like laying on its side. But like (laughs) that's some shit ass. That is some really good freaking. So is that what they're blaming all of everyone's crooked teeth on? Like, oh, it's because we didn't throw it straight. We didn't throw the tooth right, you know. Uh, in Romania and Moldavia, uh, they also throw their teeth on a roof, but they shout, Crow, crow, take this milk tooth and bring me a steel one. That's it. I don't That's know cute. why. <laughs> in Native American cultures, or in some Native American cultures, they would celebrate when a tooth was lost, and the Cherokee tribe children would run around the home with the tooth and throw it on the roof while saying, Beaver, put a new tooth in my jaw four times. Oh. Interesting. Okay. Crow, crow, beaver, beaver. Crow, crow, yeah. Uh, Fun fact, in 2001, a young woman uh, was walking down an empty stretch of road in Memphis, Tennessee, when she was assaulted. An unknown man stabbed her, raped her, and fled, fled. Luckily, the woman survived, reported the crime, and the police collected evidence at the scene. Sadly, the man was unidentified. That is until 10 years later. Oh. One odd piece of evidence collected at the scene was a pair of dentures. For whatever reason, they had initially been overlooked. I don't know how you overlook dentures. That's really important. I mean, it's a lot. DNA is on that. But when re-examined years later, it turns out they had belonged to the attacker. The attacker had written his name on the inside of the dentures. <laughs> they didn't even have to do a DNA test. They just had to look at them. That's so annoying. How like, Somebody should have got fired. Yeah, someone, someone should have got, got fired. fired. But it's, like, really funny that he wrote his yeah, name. Yeah, it's like, I know, I, I thought about underwear. Like, you write yeah. your name on the inside of your underwear. Like, he didn't want to lose his dentures when he went to his old man party or something. <laughs> Going to my old man's sleepover. Don't want to forget my dentures. Uh, the guy was Thomas Maupin, by the way. Oh. And they convicted him of his crimes. So. Good. Uh, I bet he had lots of overnight sleepover, old men sleepovers after that. Oh, absolutely. All In prison. Of the, of the prison. Don't drop your dentures there, buddy. Sleepers. <laughs> Uh, in Ukraine, the child's lost tooth is placed in a tissue and put in a dark r- corner of the room, and they whisper, "Take my tooth, or take my old tooth, and give me a new one." If it was and it was left there until a new one grew in, and that's still done today. Oh, that's cool. 
So many believe that if someone drains their teeth fall out, they are being warned about something. I mean, I'm sure you've heard that before. Yeah. In Filipino culture, when this happens, it means that someone near them is going to die. Oh my gosh, that's sad. To prevent this, you have to bite on a piece of wood to appease the spirits. Uh, fun fact, Katy Perry owns one of the most expensive grills in the U.S., costing at $1 million, made oh of gosh. diamonds and precious gemstones, manufactured by a Dr. William Dorfman. He makes a lot of the celebrities. Also, they make him Kardashians? Probably. He also made a little pump. I don't know who that is. Little pump. He has a grill that's also a million dollars, um, but I, I didn't know who he was, so I put Katy Perry first. Yeah, um, I don't know who that is. His is made of like rose gold baguette diamonds. Sounds super, super over the top. I wish I could afford a million dollar grill. I want to see Katy Perry's grill. It actually looks terrible, honestly. I think all grills look awful. Yeah, I stupid. do too. <laughs> all right, last one. In I'm looking this Finland, up, sorry. You're fine. In Finland, a book called A Tale About Tooth Trolls was written in 1949 to encourage dental health and hygiene to children. The book was about a troll named... Oh, my gosh. I forgot to put this to where I could say it. Oh, no. Hemispecchio, which was lured... Which would be lured to children's mouths after they ate sweets and candy and would drill holes into their teeth, causing cavities. Oh, my gosh. To stop the troll from getting into your mouth, you have to brush your teeth children's book yeah and that ladies and gents everyone thank you i really like that is a fun little story tidbits about teeth i'm sorry it looks like she's wearing really messed up braces yeah she looks like she's it's like there's no nothing in the middle and she has like her vampire teeth done you know what i mean or her canines whatever they're called wait i'm looking at two different ones she has, like, two different ones. There's one where she wears in the... Well, the ones that are, like, right here, those are the ones that popped up whenever I had searched who has the most expensive grills. Yes, I have that in my search history now. <laughs> Whoever's hacked into my computer, you're welcome. You get to see paranormal stuff and teeth. Yeah, she's got, like, she wears two different ones. One is that one that she wore in Dark Horse, and then she has another one that looks like she wore on, like, a red carpet. And that one looks like she's wearing braces. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Just go get braces. That was really fun. Thank you. I'm sorry I got distracted. No, you're fine. I haven't done a I haven't done one like that in a while, so I like when you do those because it's like um, very light and funny. Yeah, but also informative. Like I learned stuff. There you go. Yeah, that was fun. Thank you. Okay, you ready? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I'm looking for a neighborhood. St- I think I think I have one in here. Okay. It's fine. Okay, so I'm going to tell you about Omema. 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 Uh, Omema Nelson was born in Egypt in 1986. Ooh, Egyptian. Not really. Oh, okay. Uh, her childhood wasn't that great. This is actually a really heavy story. I'm sorry. It's cool. I, it's a good thing I told a really light story. <laughs> we should have started mine first. Good thing I'm drinking tonight. <laughs> uh, her childhood wasn't that great. She grew up in a small, poor village called Cairo in southern Egypt near the border of Sudan. Her father sexually abused her and her mother 
And he even subjected her to female circumcision. I <gasps> uh, don't know what that is. Ew. Yeah. Making any type of intercourse painful and traumatic for her from <sighs> then on. Oh, my gosh. So her mom and her, they find, they left the dad and they didn't have anything. So they ended up moving to the slums in the village, which they called the city of the dead. Cool. Because Sorry. the sh- <clears throat> well, because the shacks were like lined up right up against the tombs. Oh, and he was so- in that was in the mummy. Sorry, you haven't seen that. Yeah. So uh that's where I mean they were living amongst the dead basically, and that's right. why they called it City of the Dead. Yeah, that's where they went in the mummy. Oh, that's cool. So I'm really excited. When Omema was 18, she met an American oil worker, and they started dating. And her mom's like, get married. Please, like, go. Like, hoping her daughter could get out of the slums by marrying this guy. And so they got married, and after he ended up finishing his job in Egypt, she moved back with him to Texas. Okay. Big culture shock. Huge. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, the marriage didn't last long. And they ended up splitting up. And Omema, she was alone. She barely spoke English. um, And she was in a foreign country. So she drifted around for a while and would take up housekeeping jobs as a nanny occasionally. And sometimes even a a modeling gig. Those obviously didn't always pay for the rent because it wasn't consistent. So she also would engage in petty theft. Um... And when I said she drifted, like, she would go from boyfriend to boyfriend because... Couch surfing. Yeah, living Ah, with a boyfriend, with these boyfriends to give her a roof over the head, over her head. Um, like I said, when she would meet them, she would move in immediately and gain access to their money. And so she would spend their money. And they, when they would confront her about it, she would rob them. And then disappear. Oh, okay. So. Hustling. You know, you got to do what you got (laughs) to do. (laughs) It's a dog eat dog world. (laughs) Um, One man she dated when uh, she confronted him and she was like, I want, like, give me your money or whatever. Uh, She tied him up to a chair and threatened him with a shotgun before taking his belongings and fleeing. Oh. So she's she's not messing around. It's kinky. Sorry. Sorry, it's funny I did you say it again. That. No, it's funny that you say that. So, sh- just wait. She did this for a while, going from man to man, town to town. And when she was 33 years old, she eventually ended up in Orange County, California. And in the fall of 1991, she met a 55-year-old man named Bill Nelson um, at a bar playing pool. She or he wowed her with his money and he had a red Corvette and he's like, look at all this money I have. And I have a bunch of land back in Texas. Oh, man. So she's like, oh, stop. (laughs) You're hot and heavy over here. (laughs) So. Make uh, me hot. (laughs) Yeah. When uh, what Bill never told her, though, was that he used to be a pilot. But in 1984, he was convicted for smuggling marijuana. Okay. And after serving four years in prison, he was released on parole. I mean, but that's not the worst thing ever. Not in today's it's day not murder. Age. Yeah. So, um, she 
she did know though that he worked at a company called Canaan Canon Mortgage. So like that's what he does now. Or then. They got married only a few days after meeting, and they took a road trip honeymoon back to Texas and to Arkansas to meet uh, Bill's relatives. Bill also was married to another woman. Oh, okay. But... Might be an issue. Probably. (laughs) Probably. Uh, I don't... That was all I got about that ma- this, that he was married like we don't mention his oh okay his so it's, other not, wife. It's, it's it's irrelevant it's an it, it is but also uh like shame on him yeah so <laughs> yes it's not irrelevant but it's irrelevant to what the story is getting at correct yes okay so shame just a you. fun fact pop on the hand pop on the hand uh, his family was not sure about this hot new young wife. She was even younger than some of his own children. Oh. And so she she tried really hard to get the, their approval. And one way that she did it was one time when she was riding on a horse while there, she was visiting family at a farm in Texas uh, on their road trip, she got bucked off the horse. And instead of, oh. like, getting hurt and stuff, she was just like... I just need an aspirin and some vodka and I'll be good. And so her, fa- his family's like, well, she's tough. Like, tough for you. We're, yeah. we're Texas. We're tough. What's up? <laughs> so that, like, wowed them over. Win them over. Whatever. So after their road trip, they returned to California and set up home in Bill's apartment in Costa Mesa, which I'm guessing is not his only home. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and Costa Mesa is near Hunting, Hunting, Huntington Beach, California. Um, the honey, honeymoon didn't last long. The honeymoon stage didn't last long. Uh, Bill started showing his violent side, and he supposedly was physically and sexually assaulting her often. And on Thanksgiving Day in 1991, a month after being together... Omema was once again sexually assaulted by her husband in their apartment. He had raped her and then strangled her. Gross. Yeah. That's when she decided to take revenge. Oh, okay. She lured Bill into a consensual bondage session, tying him to the bedposts. As you're talking about kinky. Mm-hmm. Um, she demanded money and Bill refused. So she grabbed a lamp. And hit him in the head with it. <laughs> then she grabbed a clothing iron or cloth iron and hit him repeatedly oh, with it. Oh crap! Then she stabbed a pair of scissors into his stomach, killing him. Dang! Oh Mima, you took it far. That was too far. That was too far. You could have just went to the cops. That's that's not kinky anymore. No, no, that's just that's murder. <laughs> <laughs> That's not kinky. That's murder. <laughs> uh, then she cut him up. Oh, and that's gross. <laughs> Boiled his hands. Oh, gosh. Thanksgiving. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> to remove his fingertips and decapitated his decapitated him. She put his head in the freezer to later break out all of his teeth. But she didn't stop there. Why? Brie. It would be easier, huh? If I, it was frozen, I have no idea. That makes sense. 
Yeah. I guess the gums would be. Yeah. It's like like if you put a hot wax smell inside the freezer yeah. to break it out, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never done that, so. Um, she didn't stop there, Brie. She c- castrated him. <gasps> oh, I knew it. I knew she it. She castrated him. Oh. Did I say that right? Castrated? Yeah. Castrated. Yep. Sure did. Castrated him. So, three days later, in the early morning of December 1st, a man named Jose Ezekiel was awakened by a loud pounding on the door by Omema. He didn't recognize the red Corvette that was outside, so he didn't answer. And about 1 p.m. late later that day, he got the same pounding. And so he answered it this time, and he was like, Oh, I know you. I used to date you. So she went to like an ex. Okay. She was crying and had cuts on her face and hand. Uh, And she told him, my husband attacked and raped me. So he had to be killed. I killed him in self-defense. She told him how she cut up the body and he did help disposing it. Submitted it right then and there. All of it. Yeah, Uh, she said, "I'll give you seventy five thousand dollars and two motorcycles if you help me." Oh, okay. And I mean, you know, write in a contract. Yeah, right. Seventy five thousand dollars and two motorcycles. Yeah, Jose was like, "Cool, cool, 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 cool." I will meet you at the apartment. I gotta go get a truck, and I will be there in a little bit. So she's like, "Great, I will go there." So she headed back to the apartment. Jose called the police. (laughs) <laughs> Good job. I was about to say. <laughs> Come on, Jose. <laughs> uh, police found Omema in the red Corvette, and in the passenger seat was a few trash bags. The officers searched the vehicle and the trash bags, and inside they found human remains. Excuse me. Human organs. Oh, okay. Including a pair of lungs ah. that were spotchy with cigarette, like, uh, signs of cigarette use. Okay. So they questioned her and she gave them some conflicting and confusing answers. She said the organs were from someone Bill had killed. And they're not mine. Yeah. <laughs> they can't talk to him because he's away at a, on a business trip in Florida. So <laughs> the old classic cops. Yeah. Ain't mine. It's not mine. This is my cousin's. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, with a warrant, the police searched the apartment. They found a few suitcases with trash bags inside with human re- remains inside the trash bags. Uh, they also found a broken lamp and a clothes iron with human tissue and hair on them. In the bedroom, the mattress was soaked in blood and the bedposts were broken. In the bathroom, they discovered a skin. Oh, I'm sorry. I am so sorry for this. This is so disgusting. Listeners, be warned. They found in the bathroom, they discovered a skinned and gutted human torso that was suspended from a clothing hanger, a clothes uh, hanger, above the tub bleeding out. What do you think she skinned it with? Uh, Potato peeler? I was just going to say that. <laughs> That's all I can think of is like, ugh. It's so gross. But why go to that extreme? Yeah, like what? What? Like they're not gonna get a fingerprint on them. Were you just bored? 
Maybe maybe it was something like in her culture or something. I, don't, I, I don't have know. no idea. Oh man, that's brutal. I would that mess is her like up. I would gone. not. I would not. I would not be mean to her. I know, right? <laughs> she knows how to hold her own. Holy cow! Um, in the kitchen, they found a deep fryer, which had two hands floating in oil, mixed with turkey meat. What? Because it was Thanksgiving, they were making Thanksgiving dinner. Why? Did you even eat it? In the trash can, they found a hip mixed with turkey and cranberry (gasps) sauce. Ah. This is the most perfect story, by the way. In the freezer, they found, in the freezer behind frozen vegetables, they found Bill's head wrapped in tinfoil. And it appeared to have been deep fried because it like had... Of course. Yeah. Of course. (laughs) I hope you already ate. (laughs) I did. Okay. I ate some mashed potatoes before I came over. Oh, yeah. I had a meatloaf sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Omema continued to change her story down at the the police station. She changed it multiple times. She would pace and ramble. She would claim he was still out of town, but sometimes she would say a demon voice made her kill her husband. (laughs) Yeah. And she also said that she killed him out of self-defense. The one thing that she did keep, like, consistent with her story was that Bill had raped her. Okay. But at the hospital, after doing her rape kit examination, there was no signs of sexual trauma. Uh Uh-oh. Which is not always... They don't always find things against that. not always accurate. Okay. Yeah. Uh... But I'll, but that's just the evidence right. that they found. So the cuts on her face and hands were not defense wounds. Uh, they were actually consistent with injuries sustained while cutting up a body. The medical examiner determined his cause of death was to be multiple blunt force trauma injuries to his skull, which would be consistent right. with what she did to him. They also discovered that Bill had ligature marks around his ankles, which would be consistent with... The bondage. The bondage, correct. Um, the medical examiner also determined that the body had been dismembered with unusual precision, which they suspected that this the killer... This wasn't the first time that they did it. Like, the way, like, it, he was cut, like, in between joints... So that there was, like, no bone. It was precision? Yeah. It, okay. Like, with precise right. precision. Right, like right, right, The way that they are like cut. Like, you know how to cut a, tur- uh, a chicken leg from a quarter. Correct. Like, you're cutting in between the joints yeah. so that you're not cutting through bone. Wow. Wow. So, wow. that wow. was wow. interesting wow. for them. Wow, 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 wow. While putting the body parts together, they also discovered around 100 pounds of his remains were still missing. Where? <laughs> What? No. So, well, uh, the neighbor of Bill's told the police that they heard the garbage disposal running consistently, or constantly, for two days straight. Oh, man. Starting in the evening of Thanksgiving. She was in in an apartment? Yeah. (laughs) What? Dummy. (laughs) But that's not, if you think that that, like, this story so far has been disgusting. The, here's the shocker. All right. 
All right. Oh, uh. Mama had a court-appointed psychologist, and what they said in court shocked the nation. She said that Omema had cooked Bill's ribs in barbecue sauce and ate them <gasps> and claimed his ribs were so sweet, nothing was sweeter. <laughs> what kind of barbecue sauce do you But, use? like, why would you eat barbecue s- Why would you eat ribs on Thanksgiving? I actually wanted ribs on Thanksgiving this year before I decided to invite people. I actually did. Because that sounds delicious. I actually, Does I want delicious now. I want no. It, I wanted a non-traditional Thanksgiving, but that's non-traditional Thanksgiving right there. It's, it's, it's murder and ribs. Yep, <laughs> murder and ribs. Yep, better wear your little babe. Yep, put, put a babe on. Oh man. Later, Omema redacted, recanted, or I'm later? sorry, I can't get past that. <laughs> He ate his ribs. She ate <laughs> his ribs. What? And they were sweeter. Not did she sweeter. grill them? I didn't ask. <laughs> Just want to know. Like, oh, I didn't ask as if so I was talking weird. to her. That's so gross. That's disgusting. That's you fried all this stuff and you ate ribs. Yeah, not that ribs aren't delicious. Ribs are the best thing ever. But like, oh, gross. <laughs> I won't be ribs. I won't be having ribs for a while. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, she later took back that statement, but during one of her parole hearings, um, the like she said, like, "Oh, I, I've changed. I've changed. Like, I'm a better person now, and things like that." And she said, "I." So you pro- go eat another person, but uh, she said, "I promise I didn't eat him." And the parole person, I forgot what his name is, admit um, commissioner, the parole commissioner. Uh, asked her like did you cook his ribs with barbecue sauce she wouldn't answer him so why would you put barbecue sauce on them if you weren't going to eat them exactly so just like why would you put ketchup yeah yeah dude oh my god no so she was diagnosed with being psychotic and suffered from ptsd like from her childhood obviously she suffered she had a terrible upbringing yeah, but that doesn't mean that you can be a killer. Right. No. In January yes, 19... 19- a criminal has told us this. Yes. Yeah. So in January 1993, after six days of deliberation, Omema was sentenced to 28 years to life in prison for second-degree murder. She is serving her sentence in Central California Women's Facility in Chowchilla. She started a long-distance relationship. This freaking oh girl. My God. This freaking girl. She started a relationship, a long-distance relationship, with a 70-year-old. <laughs> they got married, and they were allowed multiple um, conjugal visits before he passed away. And the guy was disabled, too. Not oh that, that I'm saying that he can't do anything, but she totally took advantage of him. He passed away, and guess who got a huge lump oh, of sum oh, for of dying? Course. She has all of his money now, and he's rich. He was rich. Now she's rich. Now she can't do anything with it, though. I know. Um, oh, in 2006, uh, her first eligibility for parole came up, but she was denied for being unpredictable and a serious threat to public safety. <laughs> Duh. 
She again in 2011. She will eat you. Yeah, in 2011, this time she was denied because she had not taken responsibility for her murder, and that was the one where they're like, "Did did did you put barbecue sauce on his ribs?" And she's like, "Mm mm." Wait, and so she still. She'll be eligible again for parole in 2026, but Why don't I they doubt. Just put her in for life. She's not that old. Like McRib is gone, guys. She's gonna make it come back. <laughs> Do you know that the McRib is gone? Yeah, it did its last tour. It's well, it's not gone yet, but it's it's yeah. on its last. Tour. I'm very sad about that. That was really good for this for Thanksgiving. That was a really good story. <laughs> I hated and also loved it. It was gross. That but was. At least you guys are all done eating your Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. on your leftovers now. Yeah. Or you're sick of leftovers right now and you're just ready to throw them all away. Yes. Or giving them to your dogs. Giving them. Oh, yep. You could be doing that. Yep. Try that with that pizza, you guys. It's so good. Yes. Uh, Amy's going to make that for me. Also, Amy's going to make me apple pie. Yes, I am. Yeah. How are you guys going to make your turkey? You going to bake it? Um. Yeah, we'll probably put it in the oven. I don't know if you're going to smoke it. Oh, no. Rick's smoker is brigand. It is? Yeah. It's oh, that's why brigand. he's not out there every day smoking. I yeah. swear to God, in the summertime, he was out there all the time. Yeah. Like, smoking something. He'd bring in, like, four, like, briskets. I was going to say racks of ribs. Ew. I can't. It's done. Oh, um, let me. Bill. Rack of bell ribs. Oh, my God. That uh, I st- I still want ribs. McBill ribs. I really I really want some ribs. Oh, cause his name is Bill. Yeah, <laughs> that was cute. Do you have a neighborhood story for me? Um, yes. Okay. All right. This is a note to some neighbors. Dear neighbors, unfortunately, we have not had the pleasure of meeting each other yet. However, we can hear everything you do. So basically, it's like we already know uh, we've or we already know you. We've concluded someone just bought a pogo stick. Oh, no. <laughs> 2012 double Dutch champs. Con- congrats. <laughs> just got casted in stomp. Oh, no. You're, you own your very own whack-a-mole. Lucky. <laughs> Super clumsy. Dropping things all the time practicing for your wedding night bowling or wednesday night bowling league (laughs) super hot and loud having sex all the time (laughs) you're housing a mini pony jealous (laughs) training to win a gold in gymnastics go usa (laughs) seriously though not trying to be a pest or super annoying but oh my gosh what are you doing up there Sincerely, your neighbors, Kaylee and Jane. <laughs> that was creative. It, it was, and it wasn't. It wasn't super mean. It was yeah. trying to show, like, hey, please don't hate us, but like, can you keep it down, please? Yeah. Or <laughs> please stop tap We're trying to be funny, but yeah. you know, also just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop! Love it. Love it. Good times. Good times. We're gonna go eat some yeah. ribs now. So. Yep. And go watch Dead to Me. Yes, because that's out, and I'm so excited. That's what I was going to watch tonight. Also Disenchanted, but I I remember my mom reminded me that that came out today, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I got it. watching that. 
that's why when you're like are you gonna uh, like i said maybe i'll watch that with alice tonight and i was like wait i'm supposed to watch something else i'm I so excited i probably won't be able to watch it till like 9 or 9 30 i'm sorry i'm gonna watch it in 20 minutes <sighs> don't get don't tell me anything um so to follow us you can follow us on instagram tiktok twitter facebook snapchat blah 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 we have a facebook group we are active on there please join we invite everybody to come on with our little neighborhood group um we also have a website what's with the neighbors.com on there you can find a link to everything she just mentioned along with a link to our merchandise which is awesome we have our logo special christmas sweaters yep and our logo shirts and our episode shirts and order them before december 12th to get them by christmas sorry that was, that's good. That's good. <laughs> They're great Christmas presents, you yeah. guys. Yeah. We'll even, like, wrap them in little tissue paper for you if you want us to. Yeah. We'll put some toenails on there. Yeah. <laughs> free. Free, fi- free feet pics. Yeah. Free. F- and that's, like, that's rare. So, um, also a link to Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash WWTM podcast. For $5 a month, you can get our video episodes unedited and early and exclusive content and for three dollars a month you can get our audio episodes early and exclusive content feel free to slide into our dms with any questions comments or story suggestions we want to hear what you have to say to us share some stories with us about true crime and paranormal or neighborhood and and, yeah and everything in between that's wwtnpodcast.gmail.com and have you checked in on the neighbors what's with the neighbors bringing Bringing amy Amy out. out Also, we will not be sending feet pics. Thank you. Speak for yourself, Brie. Say hi to your cats for us. Meow.